Welcome to this week's podcast. I've got a very special guest with me this week, somebody that hopefully is going to shine a lot of light in those dark corners that you've seen going through your own trials with transformation. So you know the drill. Let's settle in and get ready for this conversation that I had with Charmaine Berg this past week with regards to what it looks like in creating your own transformation for yourself. Welcome to FitFlow Radio, the podcast built to help you make that 1% daily improvement 10 times more impactful. I am your host, Coach Andy James. The purpose of this podcast is to help bring you the guidance required to maximize on that 1% improvement. Now, without further ado, let's jump into this podcast. Welcome back to this week's episode on FitFlow Radio. I've got a special guest for you this week. It's somebody that you might have seen floating around on my social media. Um, I would say that they're not a stranger to being on my social media as well. She's a businesswoman, a mother, a wife, runs a busy, busy daily schedule. I'd like to welcome Charmaine Berg to my podcast this week. You can find Charmaine at Charmaine Berg, S-P-M-U on Instagram. I would advise you go over and check out her journey so far. It's incredible what she's achieved. But firstly, I'd like to thank you for your time and giving me your time today. I appreciate you being here. That's okay. Right. I've got some questions for you, like just to give everybody a bit of, a bit of background. So Charmaine is actually a client of mine. And let's just say we've we've developed a unique friendship over the time that we've been able to work together. And I wanted to be able to bring you onto my podcast so that you've started to inspire a lot of people recently in your own physical transformation. And I've witnessed this watching everything that you've posted on social media, everybody that interacts with you and not just the physical side of things, but also the mindset side of things. So I've decided that I was going to put together some questions to ask you from your very, very first stages of, engaging with me speaking with me through to pretty much where you are now and what this whole process has given you back in life so if you're willing to um, I'm going to ask you seven questions if you're good with that I'm going to jump into them right now yep I'm good (laughs) right okay so my first question for you was why was it so important at the point where we spoke that you knew you needed to change your lifestyle um, I suppose I'd put myself on the bit of a back burner. I had my little boy and then I started my own business and everything was pretty much like life was a hundred miles an hour and I was very unhealthy. Um, then my husband lost quite a lot of weight. Obviously I think it's easier for men to lose than it is women. And then it got to Christmas and I was just like, enough is enough. I've tried so many different things. Um, Every diet out there, I was even, you know, using an injections at one point that is actually designed for people with diabetes. Like I tried everything. So um, after seeing somebody else's transformation, I was like, right, enough is enough now. Like I need to get my my body back. Um, So yeah, that's when I rang you. We had our first (laughs) little call. (laughs) to this day i mean it's been a while now but this to this day i still remember 95 percent of that conversation and it was the majority of it was based around you saying that you can't change me i won't be changed but i'm I'm challenging you to do so yeah i needed a miracle worker that's what i (laughs) (laughs) so i mean 
going through that beginning stages then where you knew that you needed to change, you knew that you were in a position, what do you think caused you to get to where you were that made you unhappy? Um, I don't, I don't know really. I'd been trying like on and off, but I would die at Monday to Friday and then I'd binge at weekends and then I'd be back to Monday and I'd be right, here I am again, the same spot, doing exactly the same as I was last week, the same way. And I think I needed, I wanted a lifestyle change. I didn't want a diet. I wanted something where I was going to still be able to live my life, but lose weight as well, which I needed it for like confidence for my own business because I deal with people all the time. I was tired all the time. I just felt sluggish. Um, yeah, that really, I just lost where I was going with that really. It's fine. Um, but yeah, it was a mixture of everything. Like I've wanted to do it for so long, but then something got in the way or I was busy at work and or I'd go to the gym and I'd think, oh, I've done 15 minutes, that's enough. I've got to quickly get home now. Everything was a rush in my life. I didn't ever take a minute. Yeah, so you never prioritised yourself with anything really, then, did you? No, never. It was always, you know, like 100 miles an hour. And then by the time the evening would get here, the last thing I'd want to do is go to the gym because I was shattered. Mm. That kind of leads me into the second question then, is at that particular point, so just before we were about to have that first conversation, um, at that particular point, my question to you is what was your greatest health worry at that particular point in time um do you know what it's going to sound really bad but i wasn't really worried about health it was more vanity and i know that's a really quite a bad thing to say because i should be worried about my health but it wasn't it was more for the way i looked Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously now i feel so much better i've got more energy i sleep better my skin's better like everything is just better. And obviously, so that, like, at that point, yeah. So at that point, then what I would say more of a case of is that you're, there wasn't really any sort of major health triggers to say, I want to be able to make this change now. It's more of a case of, I feel uncomfortable in sort of my appearance. Yes, 100%. Right. And then obviously, that was having a massive knock on confidence. And then just day to day, well, theoretically, it is having a, a health impact because, you know, like you were saying, you know, if sleep was, deprived tired sluggish all the time but it was just, that just wasn't the key factor for you to go right this is enough no it wasn't no definitely right was, well, i mean it's, it's something that i believe a lot of people experience to be fair is going from most people's journey starts with one of for one of two reasons it's either a large health scare or it's i'm i'm unhappy in seeing who i am now because of you know certain situations that have been compounded over a period of time have led me to believe that I'm now in a very unhealthy state and I need to make that change. It's always one of two reasons. It's always a huge health scare or like you said, I mean, it is, you know, it is down to sometimes a vanity thing in the sense of, I just feel uncomfortable in myself. Yeah, definitely. felt so uncomfortable. Right. Third question then in your own words. So I know what your own words can sound like. <laughs> We've had many a conversation. So in your own words, what was the most difficult part in the early stages of your change? Was it more physical or mental? Because this is something that a lot of people struggle with when they first get into going through something that's different, you know, sort of wanting to change the way that they've been you know, sort of managing their own body and their own health, but not really understanding that 
the habits at the beginning are usually the most difficult to change. So what was the most difficult part for you? Was it more physical or mental? Mental, 100%. Like I always, like I'm pretty, I'm not clueless when it comes to nutrition and diet and exercise. Like I know what I should have been eating, mm-hmm. but mental is not comfort eating. I would go, if I'd had a shit day, excuse my French, I would go and binge eat. I would eat like a packet of biscuits and comfort eat. It was mental it's all in my head and I think that was the bit that um I had to get my head around at the beginning is not doing that and getting in the right mindset of right where are we going Mm. that makes sense yeah yeah totally I mean a lot of the time I do think that we instinctively respond to stress and pressure around us from a day-to-day perspective where it's like right well the last thing I'm thinking about is my health when at the end of the day if I'm emotionally eating I'm just going to reach for the first thing that kind of triggers that happy response or gives me some sort of comfort yeah and so understanding that really helps you break through that part and I mean I saw you go through those changes very early on and I believe sort of as we were coming to around the three the three month mark the 12 the 12 week mark you were getting a lot of compliments from people that it was more so how you changed your mindset towards majority of your life than what it was the physical side of things even though they were being seen as well definitely like a lot of people ask me like oh what diet are you doing like I really need to start this diet and I I genuinely don't feel like I'm on a diet anymore I feel like this is life like there's nothing that I say I can't have and that's the best that's the best way that's the best way for it to be is that you shouldn't feel like you're being restricted. It shouldn't feel like a temporary fix. It should feel like it's an adjustment on your lifestyle that you're able to maintain and move forward with that fits in with day to day. And I truly, really feel like that now. I don't feel like I'm doing a diet. Like it's not a diet to me. Like, you know, I've made this into my life now, which I'm, I can't believe I've actually done because I never thought I would get to this point. I think that's a lot of people's belief as well, because they feel like the shift is so drastic from where they were to where they've got to get to that the steps in between, they don't realize that it's a stepping stone process. It's one, you know, one foot after the other. It's not a big leap from one place and a land at the other. It's you, you've got to take your time and be forgiving to yourself, but understanding along the way as well. Exactly. Because, you know, as our first conversation on the phone, you know, I said I didn't want to be this person that ate chicken and rice for the rest of the life. You know, I am human. I do like a glass of wine. I do like a takeaway, as we know. <laughs> I do like chocolate, and I'm, I don't want to stop enjoying the things I like. I just need to make it more manageable and more of a lifestyle than a binge, if that makes sense. Yeah, it was sort of understanding how you can make it fit into day-to-day and realistically understanding how you can leverage it. So like, how much can I actually get away with versus how much work do I have to do to be able to get away with it? Yeah, exactly. Definitely. So this kind of leads me into the next question. So this is my fourth question for you out of the seven that I've got. From somebody who's explored many different avenues, like using personal trainers and different diets, etc., like you've already said, in your experience, what was the one thing that felt like worked for you, that worked for you this time? The mindset coaching. The mindset. So you find you found that majority of it was more habit-based and mindset that really unlocks your potential to change the physical side of things. Definitely. Like that you can pay, like we've had this conversation before. I've spent hundreds and hundreds on personal trainers. And I mean hundreds. And I'd come home and eat pizza. You know, I'd give him a hundred percent in the half an hour, hour that I had. 
but I'd come home and have a pizza for my tea. Like, what is the point in that? And you always felt like the missing thing there was you weren't being coached into... Yeah, I needed my, my mind to be coached, not, you know, not my body. Right. I needed all of it, really, but mindset, like, definitely. I must admit, sort of, obviously, I mean, I've been working with you for a while now, um, still currently working with you as well, and the biggest thing I have seen in the understanding for you with nutrition is it's not about sort of abusing the system. It's more so understanding that I know that I can leave you for, you know, a few days at a time, a week at a time and not have to worry in the sense of how you used to treat food when we first sort yeah. of met and first began the process, because before it was, there was always that, Oh, it just slipped in scenario. <laughs> or if I've gone quiet, it's like, shit, she's gone quiet. What's she using? <laughs> <laughs> I know then when we come around to checking things at the end of the week, it'd be like, right. Okay. That was a bad day. We need to address that. But now I, I completely yeah. get it from the fact that you, I know you understand nutrition on a different level where it's that you know what to do in the sense of if things are a little bit on the heavier side for a day or two you know you sort of that's that's my limit and that's how much I can get away with and you rein it back and you pull it back in again and all of a sudden things are back on track and you've not actually you've not gone up you've not gone down you understand what yeah and that's the biggest thing I think it's just trying to find that medium ground for depending upon what the goal is at the time but even people that were going through this whole 2020 lockdown through COVID, um, understanding what maintenance is and what your body can do as well as get away with, I think they're some of the big key factors that most people miss out on on day-to-day in maintaining a result because it's either pedal all the way to the floor and I've got to get a result or it's back all the way off and that's when trouble starts to happen again because then you know, attention is not being paid and you didn't do any of that. Well, I did for the first two weeks. Do you remember? Like, I was like, oh, God. I went into a little bit of a meltdown for the first two weeks. I don't think I reverted back to my old self, but I definitely went into a little bit of like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And I did eat and drink a lot. But I, think I, every, I think everybody did at that point. <laughs> yeah, but I still managed to lose half a pound. I don't know how with what I was eating and drinking, but I did. But then I was like, right, come on. You can either go backwards or you can, like, with you, you was like, right, come on. Are you going backwards or are we keep pushing through? You know, I think, yeah, I think you, you said to me at that point, if I can get through lockdown and maintain my weight, I'd be happy. happy. And I still lost, what, a stone? Still yeah. a stone through lockdown? Yeah. And I think that was it. It was more of a case of understanding that because day-to-day life had changed for you, I mean, like, you were very obviously dependent on going to the gym and enjoying going to a gym. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, you know, when they have that removed, it's that whole scarcity scenario where they start falling into the fear of day to day's changed, how I, how I'm used to producing a results changed. So therefore, I don't know what I should be doing. No, exactly. Same, like definitely. But then I think I ended up actually working out more mm. lockdown without a gym. Well, this is it. I mean, I think it's just like I say, if if you did not be accountable or understanding that you don't actually need something there and then gym wise to still produce a result it's more of a case of what you do to fit your lifestyle that you're currently living and obviously i mean everybody's been in lockdown for quite a substantial period of time now i think if anybody had taken the foot off the pedal all the way from the beginning of lockdown i think everybody would be in a situation come the end of lockdown where we're all x amount of kilos heavier than what we were when we first started because you had something to focus on and you you believed in yourself enough to know that I can actually shift 
it's just going to take a little bit of a change in day to day in how I go about creating this. Although, yeah. and I know you said, and we're, I mean, this is an honest conversation. This is, you know, cards on the table. Not every, not every training session that you were doing was fully enjoyable because it was outside the realms of what you used to do. <laughs> I mean, we've had many conversations. Workouts, I, I don't. Yeah. You know, I went for a phase where I was loving walking. I'd get up at six a.m. and go for an hour before you know, little one got up with the mm. with the dog and I was really enjoying it. And then I hit a brick wall, and I was like, I hate this. I don't like this anymore. I think I'd walked myself that much that I was bored. If that and makes again, sense. Yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, it's all a case of because it's not something that we that sort of has your interest at heart either. Where your interest always from day one, it was always I want to go into a gym and I actually want to be able to understand how to use the gym that's going to work for me. Because you know, I believe part of the first conversation we had as well was you, you, you want to be able to enjoy exercise. Mm, and I didn't at the beginning, did I? I hated no. it. Yeah, I mean, we had to work on the, the consistency and frequency that we actually had you working out with. So I believe we started at three days and slowly built it up, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And I think that's what you know most people should do as well in the sense of, you know, if they're looking to produce a result long term, um, from the very beginning, it's you find what works in the sense of balance and feels comfortable early on. So, if, you know, if committing to something for three days, it's three days more than you were originally doing. So in my eyes, we're already on the right track. It's just once you then start to learn to love what it is that you're doing and you start to see the physical changes and the, the return on investment that you get from investing in your own health, I think then it sort of spurs people on to want to do more. Yeah, definitely. I was loving it. And then what do I do now? Five, six times a week? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's sometimes me having to rein you in as well when it's six days a week and you're looking to do yeah. more. I'm like, just, just back it down. We don't need to go so hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I really enjoy it now. And I think that's the biggest thing for most people is just trying to find that thing that they enjoy that keeps them interested in long-term changes rather than short-term changes. Yeah, definitely. So, all right. So question five for you. So now understanding more about your own specific needs and balance from day to day, how hard do you find it to stay on track? What now? Yeah. Now, like day to day, like now. Don't even think about it. So it's just, be, it's just become a way of life for you. In the way of life. Obviously, at weekends, we know that I'm a little bit loose. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have my treat. But you know what? Now, I've, I've figured the past month, because I normally have a takeaway, don't I, at weekend, that's my treat. I don't mm -hmm. even fancy a takeaway anymore. I'm sitting there, I'm like, right, what do I fancy to eat? And I'm like, I what, what, do you feel like what do you feel like changed there then? Yeah, I feel like I've changed. I don't even fancy it anymore. I used to love Chinese, like it's my favourite. But I don't even fancy that anymore, really. And why do you think that is? I don't know. I think maybe the last one was a bit rank, but <laughs> yeah. But even like I sit there and I think, right, it's my treat night. I can have anything I want. What do I want? And I'm like, actually, I don't really fancy anything. So I'll just like maybe have a bit of chocolate or a bacon sandwich. <laughs> but that's you're still doing yeah but you're still doing something that you you yeah, personally want have, yeah you know what i want to have but i just don't feel like i really go all out anymore if that makes sense no that's perfect i mean that's what it should be is it it should be about understanding the give and take you know if you want to be able to live a particular way on the weekends where it's you know you you might live a bit more like you say loosely on a saturday where 
Mm. I mean, I believe now, majority of the time, you still actually do track majority of the day as well, don't you? Yeah, I do. I try and get everything in, um, what I eat. I do try. This is the odd weekends where I don't, you know, if I've drank or we've gone for a barbecue or something. But, um, yeah, I do try and track it as best as I can. And that's the best way for it to be. I mean, not every day has to be about tracking, which we understand, but just finding that that comfort that allows you to go, well, well, you know what? I've done well this week. I'm understanding of where I'm at. It doesn't have to be, you know, all in every single day when you've created such a drastic change in life. You were looking for sustainability. You know, you want to be able to enjoy the barbecue without feeling that you're restricted all of the time. And you, it's not about creating the restriction. Or being like, oh, I can't have that white roll because you know, it's too high in my macro. I want a yeah. burger. I don't want, <laughs> I just want meat and salad. Well, that's it. I mean, it's all about, like you say, finding that balance and just finding what works for you to it. So you've found that sweet spot in day-to-day life where it's, yeah. you don't feel that if I'm having something bad, that it's detrimental to producing the end result. And I think that's the, one of the biggest things that a lot of people miss when they when they go down a whole route of creating a transformation for themselves is that they feel it has to be all all in you know all yeah that's it all in or nothing all the time at the beginning you know if i had i don't know if i had a bag of crisps or something i'd still log it but i'd feel such bad guilt Mm. i've just ruined my whole week by eating crisps that was where my head was now i'm like it's a bag of crisps just log it, it. on like it's fine that's it be done with it i mean if you've had yeah. it you, you can't change it so let's just right. what we can change is what we could do with the rest of the day and the rest of the week exactly so it's definitely like like i say my mindset is completely different i don't even feel like it's an effort anymore because the scales was a big thing for you at the beginning as well wasn't it oh, massive like if i hadn't have lost it put me in a mood for the whole weekend yeah i mean i, I mean i know I've, I've recently posted about sort of you know scales and people responding to how the scale weight dictates their days etc but this was an actual real factor for you at the very beginning i remember like it really changed your mood from day to day really changed my mood like i was really grumpy but then obviously you teaching me how my body works in the end i knew exactly when i was going to lose and how much i was going to lose due to like my cycle my women's cycle and, mm-hmm. and things like that like everything you have to take everything in consideration for I think that's that's massive as well yeah I mean knowing knowing when to put the pedal down and sort of when is sort of more expected in the sense of what produces a maintenance week as well yeah and that's really benefited you to move forwards really like on Saturday when I weighed I was actually three pounds heavier but I didn't even I just got off the scales because I knew I'd come on my period that day so I knew it wasn't weight it was just water yeah and then yesterday I weighed and I was a pound and a half down. So that three pound plus a pound and a half had gone within three days. Mm. Like it's crazy how the body works. And I think just helping you understand that sort of really allowed you to be a bit more forgiving in how you spoke to yourself internally when it came down to, well, the scales aren't dictating what I'm doing anymore. So I think we actually went through a period of banning the scales, didn't we? Ban them for a month, I think. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And how did you feel when I first gave you that? I said, right, that's it. We're not doing weigh-ins for a month. I was a little bit like, part of me was a bit like, oh, that means I can have a little bit of treat because I haven't got to worry about 
weighing on Saturday or Wednesday. And then the other part of me, it was a relief that I hadn't had to look at those scales and be disappointed. Because mm. a pound that... doesn't feel like a lot of weight to, to women. I don't feel like it does. Um, but now if I lose a couple of pounds, I can actually really feel that on my body. Like it's pure fat that's gone, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Two pound feels like, oh my God, I've just lost, like I feel really slim. It does. I mean, you, you become more sensitive to it. Obviously, you know, the, the more the body fat starts to reduce and then you start to feel that dip in the sense of um, losing additional weight, you do start to feel the drastic changes a lot more, uh, more sensitively. Yeah, definitely. So my sixth question for you then is you balance a busy lifestyle. You're a businesswoman. You've obviously got your own business. You're a mum. You're a wife. You've got, you run this hectic schedule. I know this was a big thing for you at the very, very beginning as well. But from working with you, someone who said that they couldn't be changed, how, do you, how and where do you see the benefits of what you've produced now in the terms of you know, physical energy, working, you know, work life, family life? Where do you see the benefits outside of just the physical transformation? I think like, I have such um, a better balance now of life. Like I've got my routine going, obviously I get up, well, I'm always an early bird anyway, to be honest, but um, I've got more energy, I just feel like I've got such a nicer balance now, nothing's a hundred, like hundred miles an hour anymore. I think that's one of the biggest things that people fall into, the trap-wise that people fall into is, they feel that tr the change has to be so drastic that it creates more chaos for them, when realistically it should actually be resolving a lot of the struggles and you know, restrictions that we've actually already been living in for such a long time. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the, one of the biggest things. When I, when we figured out sort of like the key factors that were really holding you back, it was about five, six weeks into the very beginning process. Um, I think once we got to that stage where we got you balanced out with nutrition a bit, bit, you know, a bit, bit better, we were training more frequently. Uh, we've got, we've worked on your weekly schedule as well. So how you were managing your time and the stress and everything else, and then making sure that you were getting adequate, adequate time for recovery. Once we'd figured out everything that really worked for you, it was at that point, the big drastic changes in the physical side of things really started to happen. Yeah. You weren't sort of like the whole skating uphill scenario anymore, were you? No, I wasn't. It was just like, it just felt so much easier. Mm. Um, I, think the, I think that's it, is that when you start to get the schedule balanced out, so you've got, you, you know, you've prioritised, I went through a period of actually you know, asking you to prioritise yourself and your day-to-day, -day, your your day-to-day -day routine as well. I think it's very important for everybody to have one. I did. I then like, didn't go start work until like 11, 11.30 in the morning instead of nine. So I'd give myself to go to the gym, come home, have a shower, take my dog and you know slow it down a little bit yeah i mean I've, obviously you're in the you're in a, you're in a very fortunate position to be able to do that because obviously not yeah, everybody can do that yeah. <laughs> but in the same respect is that you still you still manage to make time within the day that you knew where you could make time so like you know for somebody else that was saying that time is the problem that they can't commit all of their energy to to produce a result it's just more of a case of finding out where the time works for you best in the day to produce the result yeah Definitely. Where mine's morning. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, I think yours was more of a case of knowing that you got the day, you got your bit done for the day, and then you could focus on business and, you know, obviously running around after your boy and getting everything sorted out day to day. Yeah, definitely. 
So my last question for you, and this one is you helping somebody else. So I said I was going to keep this one. So just so everybody's got a, an insight onto this, I ran through a couple of these questions with Charmaine before we started speaking. And I said, this last question, I'm going to put it to one side. I'm going to ask you without ask, actually asking you or letting you know what it is before we speak. And the reason is, is because I want it to be a genuine, authentic answer that comes without any sort of thought process behind it. Because I wanted everybody that's listening to take this one piece of information away. Because you know that every single week I'm all about giving you a piece of advice, a piece of guidance that you can use in the coming week that's really going to impact or take action upon your life. So this last question, the seventh question is, if you could give one piece of advice to somebody listening right now that would help them gain the confidence in taking themselves out of where they are and into that first step of change, what would it be? Well, obviously sign up with you. <laughs> I didn't ask you to say this, by the way. <laughs> no, I know, but I feel like you've helped me so much. Like I wouldn't have been able to do it without you, like 100%. Never. Right. So, so how have you done that? You've never even met him. Like, no, I haven't. I don't know why it's worked, but it just has. Um, so I think that definitely. And just if they did sign up with you, just listen. Listen to listen and trust everything you have to say um because that's what i feel like i did i took every day as it came and i listened and did everything you asked me to do um so what i'll say from there yeah. is I'm, I'm i'm going to break this down in a piece into a piece of information then from your response there as to i'm going to remove myself from that and i'm going to actually use what you've said there and it's if you're going to make a change in your life and you're going to pursue a different outcome from the situation that you're currently in is any kind of guidance so long as it's good trustworthy yeah any, any kind of situation that you find yourself in is to one give yourself the space and time to be able to understand that things need to change and they're changing for the better they're not changing for the worse so if you're feeling like they're causing stress then there's something within that stress that needs to be addressed so that you start to begin to enjoy the process because health shouldn't be a stressful situation. Change shouldn't be stressful. It should be that there's enough information and guidance there that's allowing you to make the right informed decisions for you to be able to change your life day to day, make better choices that's improving your life now, in the future, more enjoyable, plenty of sustainability in there, and it's giving you a process that gives back to you. You're not giving to it. It shouldn't be taking away energy. It should be investing and giving you energy back. Yeah. So be me being removed from that, what I will say is, if you're looking to create a massive change in your life from day to day, and you're looking to take yourself away from where you currently are, use the guidance and knowledge that you've already got. Your intuition, that sort of you know, internal voice, the one that screams to you every now and again saying, get up and do something because we're going backwards. If we're letting go, we need to make sure that we're being accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Give yourself some space. Give yourself some forgiveness and know that every positive change that you put in place from day to day now going forwards is benefiting you regardless. It's returning the investment on health from your future version of yourself. Yeah. You like, you like that, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Thank you, Charmaine. I really appreciate you giving me the time. I know you, you're busy. I know we've got like three minutes left on your clock as well. So I'm going to wind it up here. Yeah. So I appreciate you for giving me your time and making the space in your day for us to chat. 
Um, guys, if you're listening, please go and give Charmaine a follow. You'll find a, you know, the, the account that I'm speaking about is on Instagram. It's Charmaine Berg, S-P-M-U. Um, please go and give her a follow. Show some love. It's always a pleasure to have a chat with you. Hopefully, um, we'll have another chat again soon. And I'll be with you again next week, next Friday. So thank you, Charmaine, for being here. You're welcome. No problem at all. It's my pleasure. And you guys, I'll see you next week. Thank you for being present and I'll catch you in the next one. And that's a wrap on this podcast. Thank you for being present. As always, I've left my contact details in the show notes, so please feel free to reach out and connect. That's all I have for you today. I'll catch you in the next one.